welcome to Showtime Marnet Sports Talk Show. We're just going to jump right into it today with exciting news on this TGIF Friday. I want to thank everyone for tuning in wherever you are, listening in your car, in your office, on your way to work, in the shower. Hey, whatever you do, listen to Showtime Marnet Sports Talk. It's on all major platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, whatever you're comfortable with, check it out. But now, just some news about the Fever and head coach Marana Stanley. Yes, the Fever are on a three-game winning streak. Yes, and I happened to witness one of those games when they played the Dream. Yes, when they played the Atlanta Dream, I was there at the game, and they won by the score of 79-68. to And on this three-game winning streak, I just want to let you guys know that the Fever are playing within themselves. Tierra McCallan, Tiffany Mitchell, Kelsey Mitchell, Gentel Lavender, Jessica Breland, Lindsey Allen, just to name a few of the Fever players. The Fever, this team right now, yes, only they're 4-16, but the last three games have been exciting. They have been playing hard-nosed defense. And they have limited the last three teams to under 70 points. They beat the Suns 73-67. They beat the Liberty 82-69. And as I just mentioned, they beat the Dream 79-68. Now, right now, the the WNBA is taking a pause right now because of the Olympics going on right now. So Team USA, the women's basketball team, they are in Tokyo right now. And they are now trying to seek their seventh consecutive gold medal yes i said it seventh consecutive gold medal and i want to name just with the uh, women's team trying to win a seventh gold medal you have sue bird and diana tarasi who are teammates at uconn even though they play on different teams sue bird plays for the seattle storm and diana tarasi plays for the phoenix uh of phoenix mercury Sue Bird has four WNBA championships and four gold medals. Dana Taurasi has three WNBA championships and four gold medals as well. Now, this will be the first time that Don Staley, who was a black uh, a, a woman, who was coaching the team, and if the U.S. women's team can win, she will be the first black woman to win as a player and a coach, and she will also join the late and Donovan, who did the same feat as her to win as a coach and a player as a black woman. We want to say that is something that we look forward to. If you can make it happen, we would like to see the team kissing those gold medals on the stands, first place United States. Now, as I mentioned, Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi, they will be seeking their fifth gold medal. Yes, this will be their fifth opportunity to win gold. Yes, they started when they were 22 and 23, and now it seems like memories again playing on the same team. Now, just going over the standings right now, um, after the All-Star break, the Seattle Storm, they're on top of the conference. They're 16-5. They're on a a one-game winning streak, followed by the Las Vegas Aces, 
who are 15 and six during a one game winning streak. Then you have the Connecticut Sun, 14 and six on a two game winning streak. But here's the thing. Minnesota Lynx, they are on a seven-game winning streak. Yes, they're 12-7, and seven, but they're on a 12-game winning streak, the hottest team in the league right now, followed by Candace Parker, Chicago Sky, 10-10, but they're on a two-game losing streak. Then you have the New York Liberty and Benazia Laney, who has not only turned her play style around, but also the New York Liberty's chances of making the playoffs at 10 and 11 then you have diana tarasi who has not really been playing the season even though they're nine and two still in the hunt they're on a one game losing streak anything can happen here in the second half of the season then you have the washington mystics rounding out the top eight of the wnba and as i mentioned yes my fever are on a three game winning streak right now we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back right after this And we're back live here at Showtime Arnett Sports Talk Show, the podcast with your guest, me, Showtime Arnett. I just want to thank everyone for listening to me here and giving me this opportunity to bless your ears with the sports that I know. And not only with the sports that I know, but giving you this good rhythm to your day. And, you know, Whatever comes to nature, that's what happens. But we're just going to jump right into this segment. Now, we're going to jump to the NBA. As you all know, the Milwaukee Bucks just defeated the Phoenix Suns in Game 6 of the NBA Finals. And yes, Giannis Antetokounmpo was the Finals MVP. Now, a lot of people was giving him grief the last couple of years because, as you know, when Toronto won the championship, Toronto... uh, knocked out Milwaukee and basically what Toronto did was Kawhi Leonard was the main focus on guarding Giannis and practically took Giannis out of his game then last year in the bubble when Miami went to the finals Miami beat them and Miami just took Giannis out of his game again so this is a man who not only lost the last two years in a row but he figured it out with the same team uh Middleton and Holiday, uh, these guys were not only excellent in the in, in helping him out with the victories in the finals, but you also need closers. And you know, even everybody says Giannis isn't a closer, but you know, he had a couple nice big time blocks during the series. And it, when you have a guy that's giving it all on both ends of the floor, you're getting the best of that player. And that's what the city of Milwaukee has in Giannis on the Tacumpo. And with Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, uh, I look for Milwaukee to do some damage. But when you have a healthy Brooklyn team, I think that that's really going to stop a lot of that criticism and all of that. But at the same time, you know, I don't want to count my patches out. But you have to look at the stronger teams in the conference, the Brooklyn Nets the Boston Celtics, the Miami Heat, the Philadelphia 76ers, you know, and you just have to just give those teams the props and the just dues because of the hard work and what they put in in the years. Now, my concern is, you know, you have the NBA draft coming up. Um, you don't you don't know what a lot of teams are going to do because a lot of teams are going to try to mix up 
their chemistry from last year to try to put them in position to win the Larry O'Brien trophy and to, you know, bring smiles, you know, to people because no one wants to be on a, on a losing team, but you have to put in the hard work and you have to understand the technicalities to get you the victory. Now, the Lakers, on the other hand, are extending their qualifying offer to guard Taylor Horton Tucker. Um, this was what they did. They offered him $1.9 million, according to ESPN Insider. And this was an offer that not only did he retain, but he matched it. And basically what I mean was he matched it is basically that the last two seasons – that he's been playing with the Lakers. He's averaging nine points. He's shooting 45.8% from the field, two rebounds, two assists. And this is something that, you know, this is something that you look forward to as a, as a contract. And now with this project starting at 10.4 million for one year, I think that that's going to be just due for the type of player that he is. Now, the Lakers are also looking to not sign Dennis Schrader because of the maximum money that he's looking to try to apprehend. And, you know, when you feel like you're worth a value, especially when you show the athleticism on the court, then that speaks volumes of what you're trying to accomplish on the outside, which is the dollar amount. And the dollar amount is just basically... You know, that's what you're comfortable with. That's that's the type of person that you are. And a lot of people feel like that money, you know, is 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 the key to their success. But you have to look at the overall picture. You have to look at substance. You have to look at, you know, how much work is this guy putting in? And this guy's putting in a lot of work. So, um, you know, I just want to, you know, take time out to, you know, recognize these types of individuals who are doing this. And also, um, there's a lot of trade rumors going on with New Orleans, with Lonzo Ball going to New York or Lonzo going back to the Lakers. Um, you have the injury out of Indiana with TJ Warren coming back off of a fracture foot. He had surgery last year. And, you know, I look for the Pacers you know, with a healthy lineup, I look for the Pacers to make some noise. You got a strong Miles Turner, who was the defensive, uh, um, uh, no, he, the block specialist of the year. Uh, he led the league in blocks. So, you know, it's, anything is possible with that. And with that, we're going to take one more commercial break, and then we'll be back right after this. You're listening to Showtime Barnett Sports Talk Show, the podcast. back with me Showtime Marnett at the Showtime Marnett Sports Talk Show the podcast now we're going to get into the NFL and does everyone know the Tampa Bay Bucks and Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl and won without the New England Patriots so Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks uh, this team went out and signed all of their players that won the Super Bowl last year and they're the first team in a, you know in a couple years or maybe 10 years 15 years to sign all the players after winning the Super Bowl which is their key players uh, they signed Leonard Fournette they signed Antonio Brown and they signed Gronk 
Um, and they signed a couple offensive linemen as well, just to keep that core intact to see if these guys can run the table again. And also, um, this is something that Tampa Bay is looking for. Um, Bruce Arians, he's the head coach. He's he's looking for another Super Bowl ring. And with this, you know, their defense is still intact. And their defense really created a lot of havoc in the Super Bowl, if you remember that. Um, their defense had a couple turnovers. And, you know, all overall, the Tampa Bay Bucks um, look like a team. Um, you know, during the season, you know, it was kind of, you know, up and down. Uh, midway through the season but then at the end of the season you know the guys uh got adapted to tom brady's uh winning mentality and 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 ran the table and won the super bowl and you know this is a different year and with that you have a lot of different teams that are hungry um that are looking to achieve the same goal now taking a look with the green bay packers situation with aaron Rodgers. aaron Rodgers is upset with the with the organization because of a situation that happened a year ago by them drafting a quarterback. Now, without letting your Hall of Fame quarterback know that you're drafting a quarterback to replace him, I thought that that was kind of uh, bogus of the owners not to give Aaron Rodgers that insight on what they were doing in the draft. So Aaron Rodgers has decided to sit out. Um, He doesn't want to play in Green Bay. He said that uh, numerous times, not in that exact words, but just off of the, the actions in, his, in the body language that he's giving off at this point. Now, you have training camp coming up next week and the rookies report this Saturday, and then the veterans report Tuesday. Training camp opens up Wednesday all around the NFL. And we're looking forward to a season where the players are not only going to be, um, you know, a lot of players are agreeing and disagreeing with with, with the COVID testing. So the COVID testing, um, a lot of uh, different uh, stadiums are at 100 percent this year. And so with that, they're going to be, you know, it's still going to be the same precautions with the COVID. But I think there's going to be a lot more. attention to what happened last year when certain players during the season came up with the COVID or tested positive. So um, just being safe is, is, is the main thing. And, um, you know, with that, I just think that in the NFL, you know, they're doing everything that they can to get this right. Um, the news coming out of the 49ers camp Wednesday was Fred Warner, the inside linebacker, the two-time first-team All-Pro, signed a five-year, $95 million over five years, and $40.5 million of that is guaranteed. Now, the coach, Jim Irsay, is looking to make Darius Leonard the highest-paid linebacker as well. Right now, we're trying to uh, – the word is that – the contract that they're trying to give Darius Leonard uh, will be maybe four years, seventy million, with nineteen million a year. We don't know how much guaranteed as of yet, but if that was a workout, he will be the highest paid linebacker in the league. And you have some also other great linebackers. Um, you know, you, you have the Wagner's out of Seattle. Uh, you know, you have the. Um, Oh my gosh, out of Chicago, 50, oh my gosh, Chicago, Cox, not Cox, um, 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 oh my gosh, oh my gosh, Bears, 
See, now this is really going to make me mad because the linebacker from the Bears, okay, teams, it's not uh, – I'm thinking of – I don't know why I keep thinking of Brian Cox, but it's not Brian Cox and it's not and it's not Erlacher. Here we go. I'm about to get it. Give me two seconds. I'm already on it, guys. It's just so much going on right now. I'm trying to get so many players, football, basketball players. Um, but here's the thing. You know, when you have a core like this, you know, the linebacker core, um, you know, that's kind of what, you know, what everybody's looking forward to is just, you know, linebackers that played their position. And these are the linebackers, you know, that played their positions. And, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of noise that's going to be made in the NFL this year. And um, not only with the signing, um, with Julio Jones with the Titans, but the Titans are going to be dangerous in the AFC South. Um, even though the Colts uh, are going to be strong, you know, that division. And then you have Jacksonville, you know, with the with the new quarterback, with the rookie quarterback out of Clemson. Um, you know, we got we to gotta figure out how that's going to work out uh, there with uh, Urban Meyer. Uh, that's going to be exciting to see about that. So, you know, the Titans... You know, Julio Jones uh, was unhappy with the Falcons, so he joins um, Brown and also Julio Jones. I mean, and also uh, Derrick Henry and also Tannehill. So this Tannehill, I'm sorry, Ryan Tannehill. So you have a core of Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, you got AJ Brown and Fred Brown, plus you add a Julio Jones, and then you have also uh, Chester Rogers. I mean, this team looks so good on paper. I mean, is this nothing that you could really say that the Texans? I mean, excuse me, that the Titans are not going to be in the playoffs again this year, especially with the thousand-yard rusher Derrick Henry. Uh, who's just running over people like it's nothing. And, um, you know, just sticking with the AFC South, the Texans, uh, no J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt signed with the Arizona Cardinals over the year, uh, over the summer. And Deshaun Watson was unhappy in Houston. So uh, he has mentioned that he wanted to get traded, but nothing has uh, been set forth in that trade deadline. And the only injuries that are coming out of Houston is that Marcus Cannon underwent surgery uh, back on June the 19th. He had a minor knee surgery. So what are Houston's chances in this tough AFC South division? Now, it's not like that they can't win, but what are their chances really? We're going to leave that answer up to you. I want to thank everyone for joining me on Showtime Marnette Sports Talk, the podcast. Until we meet again, thank you and God bless. Thank you for listening to Showtime Arnett Sports Talk Show, the podcast. You can check it out on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Breaker.audio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Thank you once again for listening to Showtime Arnett Sports Talk Show, the podcast.